0: This is already the grossest episode we've ever done
1: It's so gross
0: Bloody tooth, skin tag, pubic hair, what's
2: next? Hey everybody, welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer This is the BBB Pod This is Jeff coming to you from South Orange County Zach, how's it going? No more skin tags, brother Andy, me neither Get woke, go broke Scott, doing the things Jeff My face is numb, I had a tooth pulled
1: and a root canal I'm hurting. Welcome to episode 143. Oh, it's, yeah. It's going to be great. Hey, we hit the post.
3: Yeah. Jeff,
0: you stopped talking, Jeff.
2: There was a little gap, and he filled it in. That's it great. Uh, way to fill in. You guys, seriously, half my face, I can't feel my right bottom cheek because I had a molar pulled today. Tooth cracked, pulled. Robert Muller. Oh my gosh. Mm. And I had a root canal last week. I well, got it. Uh, it's just, it's been a bad mouth week. It's great that you're providing us with the Muller Report. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 more, more substance to that than the, uh, the other one, huh?
2: <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Although
0: the, the Mueller Report did not say that we aren't a fine podcast. Dare I say, great podcast? Fantastic. Yeah. So you got your teeth tooth pulled. Yeah. And that's for real.
2: Why did that happen? What happened? What'd you do? uh, No, I neglect. Yeah. Yeah. I've neglected my teeth for a lifetime. (laughs) No, I cracked. It it just cracked. Uh, I don't know how long ago. I mean, within the last, um, couple months. And so did another tooth not too long after. And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. I know this is gross, but I got to pull stuff out of here. Like I need a hose to like, penetrate inside the tooth so i i kind of uh uh, cleaned it out anyway i just finally said i wish you would go into more detail (laughs) yeah there's (laughs) blood everywhere now i had to go to the dentist the dentist is like you know what root canal right now we're doing it so we did that last week and he's like and i'm gonna send you for that back molar to uh you know somebody who can yank that thing out the worst part was getting the uh no, the like, you know, Cane and the tooth up or just around the tooth. But then he took something and he's pressing like so hard. He's like, does that hurt? I'm like, no. He's like, just feel pressure. Okay. One more time. And he gets it from like a different angle. He's like, does that hurt? I'm like, no. So I've only been in the chair for like four minutes and he's like, it doesn't hurt. You just feel pressure. I mean, he is putting all his weight. It feels like he's got like a, a metal, Uh, just like a metal rod or something driving into my mouth. And just all of a sudden he's like, okay. And he just steps back and I looked up at him and the assistant's like, all right. And I'm like, so like, when are we going to pull the tooth? He's like, it's done. That was it. I'm like, that's it. He's like, yeah, you want me to get your appendix too? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you gotta be kidding me. Five minutes. Nova came, ripped that thing out. I looked and saw that tooth. That thing was huge. That was a $5 Tooth Fairy tooth right there. It was so big.
1: You should put it in a little jar on your windowsill and label it Robert. <laughs> if That's my middle name.
0: <laughs> if you are your kid's Tooth Fairy, who is your Tooth Fairy? Living or dead, who would it be?
2: That's good, Pod. All right, moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I had this thought. I didn't say it was Madonna. I don't know why. <laughs> You're still on drugs. <laughs> oh,
4: she sang that song, like a surgeon.
2: Yeah. Truth or dare. <laughs> yeah. Pull your tooth? Or... <laughs> it's weird uh, out. All right, well... Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, seriously, I...
1: He's mine, If I way.
2: slur a little bit or blood comes flying out, don't worry. I'm just recovering. <laughs> you, you've tested negative. <laughs> or a number of things. Rabies. <laughs> I got my gauze so I could shove it in there. He, he does up look
0: blood. a little bit like the woman in Total Recall saying two weeks over and over again <laughs> as her face melts. But I did, I mentioned skin tags, and I'm glad you guys asked because <laughs> <laughs> I had a little skin tag in my armpit as there want to be sometimes for some people. I had one. It's been so hot, and I, I don't know that we're going to talk about this. Andy and I did a little recon trip to see if we could move out where Joe Rogan is. And um, that's a joke, but we did go uh, to Austin. For real? No. No. But we were in Austin, Mm. and it was 105 degrees, and so we swam a lot. And all of that arm action, treading water, resulted in my skin tag being. You know what? I've had enough friction. I'm gone. I'm out of here. You
1: swam off a skin tag? I swam off
0: a skin tag. You're so lucky. Which is weird because it was. I have ADD. And it's been said many times before, if not on this podcast and podcast, the world around skin tags are the body's fidget spinner. And so that that, I, if I'm bored and I would go to that, just like, oh, he's still there. That's my little guy. (laughs) And he's gone now, which I like that he's gone because it wasn't big. It was really small, but I said, he I hope I didn't misgender him.
4: Or her did you <laughs> did you stop swimming in the pool and then it kind of just floated by?
3: <laughs> You're like, wait, that looks
4: familiar. It wasn't big enough. Anybody want to say a prayer?
0: It wasn't big enough to, to notice it like that. It's just big enough for my um sensitive touch to notice my fingers. Okay. But it's gone now. And uh
1: You lost a part of you. Congratulations. I did. You left a part of you in Texas. I think I did. <laughs> yeah
0: so anyways thanks chad oh man
1: i didn't lose anything this week what about you scott (laughs) Mm, no i still got all my parts yeah
0: (laughs) scott's still got his virginity i'm just kidding that's not nice i said that it's a joke because scott's the single one on the podcast and um you know scott's (laughs) lost his virginity many times so i I shouldn't have said that
3: (laughs) 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 All
0: right. Before we get oh. into whatever's gonna happen, um, a lot of terrorist Scott. Give us here two minutes. Scott. We thought you were gone. Like I thought. I thought the podcast you were- was gonna
4: be like an hour. You said, "Do I only? Do I need to leave soon?" Or
1: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh. Uh, oh. You went pro level off the grid.
4: Oh man, you know, I just I, I just hate random noises. My phone's silent. I don't. I don't look at it. Mm. Yeah. So it's probably why your disposition looks so good.
0: You're glowing from not being uh, really seriously infused by that four
4: G. I feel. Like, I feel like crap. <laughs> you look whiter. You look paler. Thank you. <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time uh, <laughs> indoors these days. Yeah.
1: We all should be. It's been hotter than balls out here.
4: Uh, But no, I haven't been doing much, just hanging out, working. Not podcasting. I've been trying to exercise a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you're here.
2: I
3: I
0: jammed (laughs) rope.
4: I jammed (laughs) it? Yeah. It's the former tense.
2: Scott is the Dennis Rodman of our podcast. Just like, no, I had to go away for three or four days and, you know. Yeah, I know you we're see, in the you Go milk see up.
4: Kim Jong Un, you know, Just hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Serious?
1: We jammed rope. <laughs> yeah,
2: his hair
0: is purple and gold. So it's true. Mm. It is nice,
4: Scott. Yeah. It's nice to have you back. Oh, thank you. Did Did you guys actually podcast? Uh, we did. Yeah, between? thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I was. I was more off grid than I thought.
0: I had a family member, uh, uh, somebody in the the family, at some point. In the, in the the extended circle of family tell a friend that uh, tell their friend in my presence. Oh, and Zach has a podcast and she went through seven iterations of beers, bros, bi- bi- <laughs> bi- Bible, beer, bros, bro, beers, Bibles, Biden, Biden. <laughs> It was great because Battlestar Galactic instantly I'm like, You're doing what everyone does. Also, thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here with Bill Burr's Bubbles
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and brats. Uh, uh, yeah, what what do we got going
2: on? What's I was listening to another podcast coming over here and they were talking about how talking about things that are n- that are timeless and I know, Andy, you've mentioned this before, just or, or even Zach, having timeless episodes where people can listen. And it's, it doesn't matter if it's 10 years from now or, or a year from now. Um, everybody's been talking about the coronavirus and masks and the politics. And it's like, what do we got today? Please tell me that it's something other than those three things. And masks and, I guess, the coronavirus go together. So... Uh, <laughs> What is this, Zach? Do you know what Maori is? Uh, No. I'm worried.
1: The Maori people?
2: I only see some notes, and I see leather as one of them, so I I just don't know where we're going today.
0: Well, we're not going to spend much time on it, but given that beer is in our title, and depending on the title that you choose to use, it could be in the first position, second, third, or fourth position, however many words you use. Um, But this is Beers, Bibles, and Babes, and a beer brand and leather company have found themselves in the crosshairs of New Zealanders after accidentally naming a product in a business, pubic
1: hair, in their native tongue. I think you mean they found themselves in the crotch hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I can see you guys have been writing this week. <laughs> now, Andy is our resident
2: uh... pun expert.
1: That's um, uh, funny, Andy. Yeah, that that one was next level. <laughs> wow, and it bleeds it, onto you, too. Both parts of it work, too. That's what's great. Who? <laughs> <laughs> hoo-roo,
2: hooroo, Did you really just come up I with that? I just came up with that. Well, kudos to you. That's
1: that's expert dad level. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think
1: we can
0: give him All right. All yeah, right. Two points that's enough. Three. That's you not mean, great. You mean kubros? <laughs> I like, Now that we're all in the game... <laughs> Andy just did a spit take. That was pretty clean. I kept it in. All right. Huru huru is the in the island indigenous language. And forgive me, Te Reo Maori. When translated to English, the word means pubes. <laughs> Some people call it appreciation. I call it appropriation. Said TV personality and r- Te Reo Maori advocate Te Hamua Nikora in a Facebook video. This is going back a month or two. But if you are selling leather, call it leather. Don't call it pubic hair unless you are selling pubic hair, and don't call beer pubic hair unless you make it with pubic hair. <laughs> 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 all right. That's our beer news segment. By the way, uh somebody f- from Rogue Brewing Company, uh one of the brewmasters or the owner has a big beard. I'm sure they both do or all of them do. And they used yeast, a yeast strain extracted from their beard to to brew beer. And yeast is everywhere. So suffice it to say, yeast from pubic hair could be used to cultivate uh, or to ferment a batch of beer. And I challenge any one of you homebrewers out there to do it and send us a sample and Scott will drink it.
1: This is already the grossest episode we've ever done. I had
0: a listener. I I
1: actually had a listener. Bloody
2: tooth, skin tag, (laughs) pubic hair. What's next? I had a listener contact me just before I was going to get my tooth pulled. And he was talking about the last podcast and he said, Hey, fake news. You guys didn't talk about the Lakers. And I said, we briefly did. Yeah. Was, yeah, briefly. And uh, he's very upset about that. I don't know if he was expecting Bros, Bibles, and Beer is ESPN radio or something.
1: I mean, if you want 20 minutes on the Lakers, I can deliver. But... <laughs> in the crotch hairs God, with Andy the... McCraw. Caught in the crotch
2: hairs. <laughs> what's a biblical response to the Lakers game three win?
0: <laughs> Which I'm predicting tonight is happening right now.
2: Wait, wait a second. I have a verse... I have a verse: "The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still."
4: <laughs> Exodus fourteen. There was a there was a story uh, I heard on the Tim Cast, and he was a he was reading a news article about a professor at some college here in the states. Uh, he was the college was doing a language class, and they were going over just uh, filler words like we use "uh uh" mm, and yeah, uh, what uh, like and stuff. Uh, and he some said, "People that, use
0: effing." Like the actual F word, that's the worst. Yeah, I don't mind an F word that's placed keely for emphasis, and in fact, it can be yeah. super important.
4: Who's the director that? Uh, but no comma F um, words. Who directed? Uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, not important. Point break. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, not Co- important. But uh, Co- but Co-pala. so he, so then he's talking about there's a Chinese a Chinese phrase that the uh, the Chinese use in Mandarin. Um, and it's it means that 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 like that's their that's their filler word, but the way you say it, it's if you oh. say it fast enough, it sounds like the n word. Oh yeah, you hear about that? And so now there are a bunch of people. I'm not going to say who, uh, but they complained and they they feel that like they they're offended by him saying a Mandarin word um, that has. The context of the class seems to be okay, but because it sounds like this other word, they're offended and they want them suspended or fired or something. Uh, but that yeah, words do that. I, I, <laughs> um, there, I was in, uh, in Iraq. We had Iraqi army, and we were trying to we would teach them like medical stuff.: And I called one of, our, one of my other buddies.
0: For the listener, Scott was in the Army as a medic, and w- did
4: two tours. Why? One tour. One. Juan, Juan Yes. And, and, I, and I called my buddy's name. And, I, and I, I called my buddy's name and then they started laughing. The two Iraqi guys started laughing. They're like, why did like, w- you call him that?
0: What does Chad mean in Iraqi? <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I called his name again and they were just busting up. And uh, it turns out my buddy's name is the word, is an Iraqi word. Or an uh, Iraqi word. Good grief, uh, Arabic word. Yes. For the B word. For bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It that, happens. That was
1: it, What was his name?
4: I don't, don't want to say.
1: Why not? What first if I say? I don't want to say his name oh, by is his, accident. Is his last name? It's his last name. Okay, I'll oh, say it. What's name? his first name? I'll
4: say it. It's it's Gidding.
1: Gidding. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. And then, of course, of course, that spread, and everyone made fun of him for a few days. So.
0: Did his new nickname become bitch? Because <laughs> <laughs> if I was uh, if yeah. I was good friends with him, it sure would have been. Yeah, that, that would have been his new name. Yeah. Shut up, bitch.
4: Well, that's just to say, yeah. Words, uh, like Zach likes to say, strings of sounds coming out of someone's mouth doesn't have intrinsic meaning.
0: Or it can mean different things depending context matters, right? which it's increasingly clear to me that context is mattering less and
3: less (laughs) (laughs) these days.
4: Yeah.
2: But uh, I was on my way to take my board at baseball tonight and I went the long way and I'm like, ah, shoot. Uh," He said, what? I said, oh, I just, I took the long way. I should have gone that other direction. He he said, oh, are we going to be late? And I said, oh, we'll be there in two shakes of a lamb's tail. And my seven-year-old looked at me like, Dad, you're an idiot. <laughs> what, is two sh- what does that mean, Dad? And I said, oh, we'll be there right quick. <laughs> and he said, what does right quick mean? I said, we'll be at the baseball field just a minute. Just hold on. It's just hold f- your horses. It's just, a- <laughs> it's just a figure of speech, seven-year-old. Um, but I... I hear the, you know, the language thing and just the things that people say, um, between friends, you have lingo, uh, you know, translations that come out funny on the other side. And also you
0: can bridge cultural
2: gaps by making fun of your friend. Oh, totally. You know, the Iraqis,
0: you bonded with the Iraqis in a way that never would have happened. Had he not been named bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Let's just keep it coming. It made it weird that his parents were originally from Iraq. But... <laughs>
2: we'll, be, you know, we'll be out of this deplorable talk in two shakes of a lamb's tail.
0: <laughs> Dad, shaking a tail is not a quantifiable distance of time. Is time of distance. I don't know. By the way, thirty, seven in this 30 minutes
2: ago, I said I was having a conversation with a listener, and he is, he said I am not. I should not be crying. About, you know, listening to your any podcast, you know, last couple of podcasts were sad. And we start this one off not sad, but uh, gross, probably making people throw up in their mouths. And yeah. now, you know, it's just going downhill. Well, F- female dog talk and all.
0: If it's worth it, I do miss my
2: skin tag, like <laughs> it, it kind of bums me out. I'll let you borrow one of mine. <laughs>
4: Oh, yeah, you, Jeff, had one. No, I, I, don't know, I don't know if we want to talk about Jeff. that.
1: <laughs> Let's not. No, that's
2: I, right.
1: I that's, still got a hanger. That's been, uh, that's been your five minutes of hang t- hanging skin. Okay, t- we're done. We're done. Jeff lost. I'm going to repent for everybody. Well, not Scott,
2: but I'll repent.
0: We can edit this out later. Jeff lost a discernible amount of weight the day Tanya and him choked that thing out.
1: Oh, my gosh. You did... Uh, (laughs) oh my gosh okay (laughs) right
0: i have a a social media pet peeve do it since we're just i have a lot of social media pet peeves i have an example of a tweet from somebody i don't want to mention uh but they oh i thought they had a check mark they're not blue check marked but they have a lot of followers kind of on the forefront of faith and social justice and uh racial reconciliation, that type of thing. And I do will caveat by saying I do appreciate a lot of this, a lot of the things this person is contributing to that stuff. But this is just an argument or an example of what I see on social media that I wish would stop, or at least you would think about it ahead of time before you post is social media has become a place where you put up a straw person you beat the shit out of it for a few, for like a few lines. And then it's like, yeah, I just own the libs or I just own the Trump supporter or whatever it is. And so I'm going to read this tweet.
1: You said straw person. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: You've been infected.
3: Did I say person? Yeah, you said <laughs> straw person. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. It, too, they're getting to they, you, Zach. He, I, it,
0: in the teleprompter I'm reading in my head as
1: I'm talking. It said man. The transition. But it said been, person. The transition is complete.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, that is so funny. I thought man and I said person. But I, I think it's I'm better for it. We're all better for it.
1: You know, don't throw out a
0: herring of color. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this gonna trigger oh, us? Man. Uh hopefully. <laughs> okay.
0: I think it's laughable that white people have the cacosity. Which I think is a new word. It's Caucasian and audacity together. Uh Caucasity. To Uh accuse BLM of wanting to destroy the nuclear family. Second sentence. After all white people have done throughout history to disrupt black families from the middle passage to the present. Now, the point is not to argue necessarily with either one of those sentences. Both of those sentences deserve a conversation uh, because there are scared people, generally white, that are have very big concerns about the big Black Lives Matter, not not the movement itself, but the organization and the nuclear family. That's a conversation. His second sentence is like, yeah, white people have hurt black families in the past, which is another conversation that needs to be had. Those two things do not cancel each other out. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's laughable that white people have the capacity to accuse BLM of wanting to destroy the nuclear, nuclear family after all white people have done throughout history to disrupt white fa- uh, black families. Now, it may be true that, and it is true, in a lot of cases, white people have done a lot to disrupt black families in the past, and currently maybe. And also, Black Lives Matter might have issues with the nuclear family these are two different things that he's lumping together in this the argument doesn't make sense those are both things that in his defense are worthy of conversation but they're two different things speaking that don't con they're not is the word i'm looking for mutually exclusive i think they're so. not mutually excu- ex- exclusive and that's a, a microcosm of the discourse in social media today is a post where you set things up against each other that are, that don't even there were the conversation pieces that aren't actually against each other. Those both of those things could be true. Black lives matter. The organization could have issues with the the American, the uh, nuclear family. And
1: it's a false dilemma. Yes. So, uh, I'm not even going to touch the comment about like white people have disrupted black. Yeah, it's less families. about the specifics; it's I, I, more about the well, concept. Then, there's one specific though. It's quite literally on, and Brian brought this up when we interviewed Brian Lockridge a couple of episodes ago. It is on the Black Lives Matter Hi, website. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just for, quote it for like, him
4: to say for the 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 tweeter to say uh, for white people to accuse Black Lives Matter of wanting to destroy the family. You don't have to. No, because... it says, it
1: says uh, and this is on their website. Like, it's the front page. I'm I'm good at Googling, but I found this in 30 seconds. Uh, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for each
4: other. So, it seems... Like you don't have to accuse them of it. They say it. It's, it's part of their deal. So... Right. But that's not the point of your,
3: your
0: the point is like the average social media post, there's so much political on there. And from all sides, we are losing because we're social media is dumbing down our ability to make good arguments about, for or against something. And so we're being taught that this, like that he's finished that tweet and he's, he thinks, yeah, got him in that little moment. Got him. Got Whitey. And he didn't, he, he's bringing up two different issues that deserve conversation that are not exclusive to each other yeah. or not mutually mutually exclusive. So that's just a pet peeve. I don't necessarily want to talk about the specifics of that, but if you, uh, Hey, second guess yourself, check yourself. Um, consider this the Holy spirit whispering in your ear listener that you probably shouldn't post on social media anymore until you learn, uh, not to set up straw people. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh man! Uh, the
1: proper term is people <laughs> of the straw. <laughs> oh, people man. experiencing yeah. straw. You know. Yeah.
4: But, but but let's say even even if you go with the premise of white people destroying uh, black families, is he saying that we sh- that white people shouldn't be advocating for nuclear families?
0: That's the thing. It it sets up all these things that you could point out. It's why Twitter is the worst, except for Megan Phelps. She's one of the daughters or granddaughters of the starter of Westboro Baptist. Through Twitter interactions, because she was kind of their social media head, she changed. And now she's, thank God, she's an atheist. Because that's better than the type of Christian she was with Westboro Baptist Church, dare I say? But she she got out of that church and she changed. And she I've heard interviews with her. I'm like, oh my god, you are a different person than the people that were back there. But that's I think one example. I don't think that makes Twitter worth it. I think Twitter's and just social media in general, it's not conducive to it's terrible changing people. It's
4: oh. uh, I would call it I would call it Camilla. I'd call Twitter Camilla. Camelot, camelot, yeah. So I think there's a, a language. Um, where I think it's Dutch that means horrible. Camelot means horrible.
3: <laughs> oh gosh. Oh
2: gosh. I was like, <laughs> Scott looked through. Where is he going? Scott this looked one? through 112 yeah. languages, and he's like, "Got it. That's what camelot means." <laughs> it's not Dutch. Or... It's
4: some language, but it, it, it means horrible in that language. Anyway, Andy, okay. you're gonna say something. I think I no, it's just
1: uh, I, 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 it does feel like sometimes we we go we get a little circular on this topic and 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 I'm curious just in general like my guess is most most people who are relative have relative a relative level of self-awareness realize that um there's there's little to no value in like attempting discourse or or anything of like genuine substance through social media and so, in some ways, are like we presenting, presenting straw men as well. I mean, you kind of gave an example, so that's good. But um, we're straw people or people of the straw, depending on how you <laughs> position it. But, but, um, but I do wonder, like, what's even the value of, of commenting on it? Because uh, I, I'm curious if in five years we'll see something like Twitter, for example existing in the same capacity that it does today
0: myspace still exists <laughs> but it doesn't really
1: it's still out there you know what i mean though yeah but maybe twitter could be hit he- twitter th- yeah, things what, change yeah what i'm trying to get to is uh, is that like I, I just don't know i don't know the genuine like meaningful impact of social media on people's lives today and so yeah like it's like we if as we parse it and like try to pick it apart and like I, I i just sometimes get hung up on the uh the value and like parsing ridiculous conversations that people won't like take no stock in anyway the ones that are involved in it take very little stock in it
0: yeah and we can we can move on uh but i do think the type of thinking or lack thereof or careful wordage critical thinking uh is bleeding over into the real world when you have uh Rand Paul leaving the Republican National Convention now no matter what you think of Rand Paul I got plenty of beef with him uh he authored something called the defense of Brianna or the justice for Brianna Taylor Act yeah and as he was leaving he was confronted with protesters that wouldn't yeah. let them move um basically screaming at him to say her name and (laughs) i don't remember exactly what they said but like this is the guy this is the guy that's on your side in
1: this thing and i do have one idea though (laughs) okay i do have one idea and i and i wonder if uh if social media has trained people to foster outrage in a virtual setting, like a very safe distance setting, but to the point to where they've like programmed their minds that now this is acceptable in real life. And we are seeing it played out here in real life that they've taken their outrage mindset into reality. I I wonder if some of that has fed into that.
4: And then you wear a mask. Are you still anonymous? Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe there's something to that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a piece of that, but, uh, but like rage culture online is a thing. And, and the likelihood that people would engage in that is definitely much higher because of an- anonymity. But uh, and, it's a thought okay, that popped in my head. Well, you get,
2: you get into conversations with people that, if we get into conversations, we can kind of go back and forth and discuss something, maybe not come to consensus, but it's like, yeah, I, I know where you're coming from, and you know where I'm coming from, so we can just let it go. Um, but on social media, which... I have found with a couple people in particular if I decide to engage and go back and forth I'm like I'm like why does this this person just has to be right there isn't going to be a point where I actually get the last word they're going to come over the top again and again and again and this isn't about socializing it's not social media this is not socializing this is I get to speak and you, if you respond to me, means you read my post, and so I've been heard. And I don't know if it's attention or if it's they truly feel like they're they're going to change somebody's mind, um, or just I proved you wrong, or I can last longer on this. It could be
1: all of those things. It is. But I wonder about the reprogramming. Like, it moved, it has it? let me put it this way. But
2: we never had conversations with people that we would not socialize with. We, I would not socialize with um, a particular person that I went back and forth with uh, over the last few weeks and six months ago. I would not be in a social environment with this person enjoying an evening, you know, with my wife and and that couple, it just wouldn't happen. But seems to be an open, you know, an an open area um, where we just banter back and forth. And I'm like, I, I don't even like this. And I'm like, I would never have this conversation with this person. So it's opened up some door that I that I do not like. It's like Pandora's box. I'm like, I don't like this this door being open. I, I just want to shut it and.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just recall like having <clears throat> knowing people in the past who, who I talked to and, and they have a very different persona on online. And, 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 and so my question is tied to like, uh, has, has that, have we shifted from people say things they would have never said in person online, they'll say it online and they would have never said it in person Partly, and, yes. And now that's, is that no longer the case? And furthermore, they're, it's taking deeper actions. Like, is this the long-term reprogramming of of culture? There is uh,
2: something I, to that. I don't, My my short answer would be that we just are in conversations with people we would not be in conversations with and they believe in totally different things And at least for me, and so I get into these wacky conversations where I'm like, how can you even, where are you coming from? And it just goes on. I'm like, all social media is doing is creating
1: creating straw men conversations that would have never happened in real life. That's Yeah, that's that's different. That's different than what I'm saying. It's less about, are you having the opportunity? It's more about, what is the behavior? And the behavior is... Uh, we could have crazy conversations with people I would have never encountered before. Like, that's called college. <laughs> where we just meet people that you would have never engaged with before and have those weird, crazy conversations. However, the difference is uh, when you when you look at it from a level of discourse or civility, you have an online forum where people say things that that, again, it was like, you would have never said that if you were in person face-to-face to someone, but, right? but because of the distance and anonymity or whatever, you say these
4: things. Yeah, it is happening. I I think for a while, um, black conservatives were called like uncle Tom and other words by other black people, like people on the left or whatever. I, I think we've seen more recently, we have white people, <laughs> uh, Feeling that it's okay, socially acceptable at least from their side, to start calling black people those names, and even worse, um, I think there was a recorded audio of, of a, a white lady telling a police officer that he's a house n word, um, and I I think that is part of the programming that that they people are thinking that this their behavior is okay. I think part of, part of it is because they, they think that they are right, they, that they have what they're doing, their cause is right, and they, they're they going to do whatever it takes to get their message out. And whoever's opposed to their cause, uh, they're obviously the enemy.
0: Plus when you're in a group, too. I think social media, can you can feel like you're a part of a group, especially if you're an algorithm with multiple people, that see it like you. And so you're having an argument online and there's your, your friends that are algoed with you are also contributing to that. It can stoke those fires. And then in person, we're seeing lots of groups together. There's diffusion of responsibility when you have large groups of people and there's a sort of mob mentality that, that works up to where you'll you'll have the type of courage to Say things that you wouldn't normally say if you, you would never say it if you're on one, a one on one basis, even if you're with the even if you feel that way generally, one on one in a non charged environment, you're not going to talk like that. And I think that's kind of a I th- maybe uh, maybe mob mentality is the original social media, and so now we're seeing it go both ways where social media they're, they're fueling each other. And people are reacting to stories. It's going back and forth, and one feeds the other, and it's just vicious, vicious cycle. There's a little Death. bit of
2: there's a little bit of Jerry Springer that has come upon. which uh, the right
0: m- side of your face had some spring in it. Spring <laughs> in that. <laughs> that,
2: <asshole. laughs> uh, that that Jerry Springer has <laughs> come into the main <laughs> mainstream of of social media, where people are just going ballistic and saying whatever the heck they feel like saying. It's just, there's a little more of an emotional quality. Whereas if you were at a dinner party with somebody, you certainly wouldn't be talking that way. Plus when people are at home and they get these messages and they're like, they're probably on Google or on whatever, you know, group they have where they can go and just kind of pull quotes that will help, you know, fuel their argument. And it's like, you wouldn't even, If we were in a conversation, the conversation would be over in about five seconds because neither of us has any good information on any of this bull crap. And it's just a place for people to spend their time and waste their time, really. And I think a lot of our information is, there's a lot of like, I'm
0: following the science. I just go with with what the science says. But when you really drill down, a lot of times we're all jumping off of our favorite interpreters of the data. The data is the data. What data we choose or what data that people are interpreting, choosing to interpret, is, is what we're getting generally. We're not getting... We did this double-blind placebo-controlled test, and we definitively know that this equals this. Now go and do likewise. Um, Sorry, We're getting, we're getting Zach. scientific interpretations of data, not scientific data. It's or rare is like hard. I'm doing bunny ears over and over again with my hand right now. Hard science is not, is less of the conversation. It's more interpretation of data. And so that means we need to be gracious with each other.
2: No, no, i get all of my data well, i inter- can't come to bed yet somebody's wrong on the internet <laughs> I, get of, I get all of my yeah. interpretations from russia so and i'm right hail putin
0: well, russia's right i think in
4: line with uh potentially in line with the 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 idea of you know the nuclear family is a western patriarchal idea that needs to be torn down uh they 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 say the same thing about science that science is made up by white people made up by the patriarchy and they're rejecting it that that that's part of the of the shift in mentality that people are buying into
1: come on man come on man
2: i'm going to burp it. <laughs> oh that's come a on. good that's a good segue come on we got some good stuff there's some good stuff tonight
4: hey
0: guys i'm i just want to say in case they want to sponsor us Oh God, my eyes again! It's so small. KBC Brewing (laughs) Company. It's not Kern. That's twenty-eight fonts. Not Kern. You can't see that. What What does that say? What does that word say, Andy? It says this is a Cascade Mighty Cascade (laughs) Brute IPA. It's a very clean and sparkling IPA. Kenny Bunkport,
1: isn't that where uh, George W. used to go to? I don't know. Kenny Bunkport, man.
0: Do you think he painted the picture on the can? (laughs) He's been doing that.
1: Hey,
2: don't we've got we've got some stuff to okay bounce let's let's do this because we're we're really well, uh, we're we're so being, we're done with the intro now we're long too main the part intro the,
4: okay
0: well i enjoy myself i don't know about you guys you know <laughs> i'm
2: frustrated i like this podcasting <laughs>
1: we're <for> really <laughs> frustrated <laughs> we should have castrated that segment but you were listening to gosh it's so gross <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man. Everything today is
1: super gross. Jeff
2: wishes that
0: segment was a skin tag in my armpit being swam off. It's uh,
1: gonna drive me to drink. You were listening to something uh this week.
0: Yeah. Oh, you listen to things. I listened to a podcast, former guest on episode uh we'll put that in in post. But you can look it up. Joey Svensson, formerly of Bad Christian podcast. Uh, current host of Pastor with No Answers podcast. Oh, yeah. I was listening to his podcast recently. He had Tim Phelps on. I think that's how you pronounce it, P.H. Phelps. Mm. And uh, he is, I don't know if he's the head, but he's one of the family members that founded Westboro Baptist Church. I'm going to say a bad word here. Starts with an F. And it's uh, slang for gay people, but they're infamous for "God hates fags" signs at certain people's funerals or picketing events, and also for picketing at funerals of soldiers, holding signs such as "Thank God for dead soldiers." And Joey had him on, and he was getting heat on. I'm mean, in his podcast group on Facebook. Which is actually a positive Facebook experience. Generally, good discussions on there. Uh, but he had this guy on, and I I pulled a few clips that we can just see where it goes. Um, and he was Joey was. It, it, let me start that over. He it's humanizing for Tim Phelps because when you hear statements like "God hates fags," and you're the you're the average, generally decent person. There's a recoil to that type of thing. How would somebody who claims to be a follower of Jesus hold up a sign like that? Well, this conversation, is it kind of humanizes him, and not in a justification way. Joey does not agree with him. Joey's very clear. Uh, Tim Phelps is very clear in return— in fact, I don't know if we'll get to the clip, but he calls Joey a reprobate at one point. Which is, <laughs> and Joey is a pristine example of I'm going to ask you questions. It's going to be obvious. I'm not where you're at. I'm going to allow you to sit in your answers. And he was so calm. I, I was just, I was in awe a little bit of you. This is how you do dialogue with people you d- disagree with. And for the most part, this Phelps guy, he was intense. He wasn't out of control yelling or anything. Uh, It was very cordial for the most part, but it was a pretty fascinating uh, listening uh, experience. Interesting, dare I say. We got something to listen to? What's that clip called, the number one?
1: Uh, Church shouldn't help non-Christian poor.
0: Okay, go for it. Oh,
1: what? (laughs) What? We tested this four times. I Can
0: you just double-click it? Maybe it'll play. I just did double-click
1: it. Have you paid your Google account this week? (laughs) (laughs) We'll edit this out.
5: There we go. If you want to give money to people and you want to help the poor, I say go for it. And we certainly uh, do that, but it's not part of our ministry because that's not what the Scriptures teach you should be doing. When the Scriptures talk about the poor and the needy, And the widow and the orphan and all such descriptors as that, they are representative of the elect of God who are powerless in the earth because they're wayfarers. They don't, they're in the world, but they're not of the world. They're weak. And those commandments are directed toward how we should do each other and how people should do uh, those who have the truth of God in them because they're weak in the world. So... I don't know. I, I don't know that we need to get into all of that you can pause kind it. of descriptors because when we, Paul we'll talks about exit. it, and,
0: that's good enough. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was he going to say the, the passage? Oh, sorry.
5: And uh, uh, I think it's First Corinthians thirteen, the, uh, the the chapter that deals with charity. He expressly says that uh, if you give, if you sell everything you've got, and give it all to the poor and even give yourself, your body to be burned, but you don't have charity, it's worthless. Most translations would say that, love. That's not what a is, church is supposed yeah. to be doing. Yes, church Jesus is supposed is to be love. doing pure charity, which is, first and foremost, preach the truth.
0: All right. So, to him, that whole passage is what leads into love is patient, love is kind. He's using the word charity, and to him, charity is preaching the truth, as he sees it and helping the poor and the widow and the outcast and anywhere you see that in scripture it's talking about people that are basically the saved so if you're going to help other people that are not saved fine and that should happen maybe but the bible doesn't actually teach us to do that unless they're part of the church
1: but he doesn't give any example or any indicator there that that explains that that's why that's that's who is referring to like i don't see any qualifiers in that section of scripture that say this is the group
4: yeah so he's like probably a king james guy in in the king james it says charity and of course you click on the little footnote and it says love and i think the word in there is the agape uh yeah i just i'm not sure that that's the only criteria um I, i what was coming to mind for me is uh, Jesus' ministry, he came to, you know, for the lost sheep of the house of Israel, he came to perform miracles to show that he was the Messiah that was prophesied in the Old Testament, and he heals people, um, but he doesn't heal just Jews. He heals Romans. Um, I, I think I would take that as part of my calculation there um, if you're going to do ministry and you're you're demonstrating that you can you help um, people that are not in your group, that could be a way to show love.
0: That's uh, a good, yeah. really good point. And I will say, he does use almost every example you just used. He used, but he used it because Jesus was doing this for them. It it was indicative of their salvation. Like they were, uh, what's the word, predestined or whatever. He is very okay. much a so if he's a in Calvinist. Calvin, Calvinist yeah. uh, so he used all those examples, and it's it's just funny. It's interesting how so, he's got a starting point, and so everything else yeah. has to fit in to that starting point. But so that, that, if that becomes, that's the case, yeah.
4: then how can he know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if you're, so if he, he, he says know? that we can't, but we do. We, we, Wait, right, but no, but 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 he he doesn't know who the elect is, and that's what every Calvinist says. You don't yeah. know who the elect is, so you
0: still and have to go through the motions yeah, of
4: right. And and that's what they say about you know sharing the gospel, even in general. God, got will love you. Yeah. Is is <laughs> because you don't know who the elect you. are, then you 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 follow that command and go take the gospel to the ends of the earth. So he doesn't know who is who's going to receive Christ or who's elect or not. It's and it seems like he's saying the person I choose to sh- to uh show charity right, to, right. they're the ones that are gonna believe. Yeah. Like as if every step of the way he's doing yeah what like exactly he's doing it exactly right. The only person he gives gives to they're, they're the ones. If he's doing ministry, because he does give to other people, apparently. But I won't if he's, take my chances. Yeah, yeah. If he's doing ministry, he's, he's 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 only ministering to the people that are going to believe. I, I that guess just, I just doesn't...
1: I struggle and, to see where those qualifiers are. I don't... I can't... He didn't pinpoint them there. It doesn't seem to show up in that section of scripture, does it? No. I, I, so, where are the qualifiers coming from of... Well, and even, and
4: even goes against him because... Um. Uh, I I think it's in 1 Corinthians but when Paul says uh, about talking about speaking in tongues there's a there's an aspect of speaking in tongues that you don't do because of the outsiders uh, those, those who are not believers mm-hmm. so you you refrain from speaking in tongues because they'll think you're crazy I think you have to take that into account as well that that uh it's not just talking about um people in the in the church but believers potentially
0: All right the next Jeff, do you have anything else on that one? I'm gonna Any thoughts.
2: I'm gonna hold my thoughts. It's gonna that, keep building, but the yeah, next don't right.
0: do the next one. Let's skip that one. But it's that's Phillips on immigrants, and it's it's a similar thing. Uh, if you want to help immigrants, fine. But uh, we don't have a a biblical response responsibility if you're not gonna be. In the church. Because everybody knows immigrants aren't Christians. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're an immigrant that wants to be a a Christian and play a role, then yeah, we'll help you. It's unknowable, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the lyrics for Yellow Better by Pearl Jam. (laughs) Those aren't actually words. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, which is weird. Anyways, number three is Phelps on The Great
5: Commish. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try to capture every aspect of this in one, one simple statement. And then moving the hell on, right? Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> As they I used to joking. say in boxing, stick and move. Anyway, um, Jack, this is it. This is all you get, man. Uh, all righty. Before the world began, in the council halls of eternity, the tri- the Trinity, the three members of the Triangle God, established who was loved, who Christ would die for, who the Holy Ghost would call, and who would eventually be glorified. Romans 8, 29 and 30 articulated beautifully, if you want to go see a reference. That is the beginning, and that is the end of who is going to go to heaven and who's going to go to hell. There's no changing it. There's nothing any human being that has ever lived or ever will live can do about that number. It is fixed and permanent. Now, that's the doctrine Of election and reprobation.
0: Now, this is in response to him saying, Okay, what what about Jesus says, Go into all the world and make disciples? That's the great commission, Jeff. I know you were wondering. That's for Jeff and other people like Jeff that don't know. I was thinking about
2: the triune as mentioned, and I'm like, is the Trinity mentioned in the He
0: went instantly. Joey (laughs) Joey, I think Joey was challenging him on his Calvinism. Like, what about when Jesus tells us to do this? and he instantly goes to something that that is not referenced in scripture he has to he uses some pieces throughout scripture to imagine a time before time when the triangle god which is, he didn't say that but that's, it's, why, it's, I, that's I what right. I heard. thought I heard a triangle
1: at
2: one, one of movie You said triune
0: oh, i know but i'm going to title this episode triangle god triangle god it, now, i, triangle I, I will, god. hypotenuse yeah, jesus i will
4: i will not and well, whether I defend him or not, it doesn't matter. Um, it's not as made up as I. I don't think it's that made up because there. There's a verse that says he chose us in him before the foundations of no, the I, world. Yeah, I know. So th- that at least from that aspect, it might not be as m- made up. But yeah, go
0: right. Ahead. He destri- describes a picture as if because he's got a. He's got a, and this is not a dig, Scott, but he's got a similar view of scripture that it's all, you would have very different interpretations. I'll give you this, but scripture is, a, a, is equally authoritative. So and so if he goes back to any passage in scripture, it's all of equal weight and authority and it interprets itself. And so that's how he builds his case for this scenario. That is not actually mentioned in scripture. Oh, well, that, that's time when trying yeah, on God. Yeah.
4: Well, that's why I would say, the statement he chose us in him before the foundation of the world is true. I would say that that has just as much authority as any other any other verse. So it is true that God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. It's the predestined Calvinist aspect that is in question. So I don't, I because I don't think you would question that that God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. I mean, that's a is a true statement. What does it mean? That, that would be the what's in question.
6: Yeah.
0: And then that leads Joey to press him on his definition of love.
6: We'll just look at the example with, with widows and orphans. When you guys show up to a funeral or, or what have you with a sign that says, thank God for dead soldiers, how is that loving to the widow and the orphan who were just widowed and orphaned by losing someone overseas?
5: Okay, so, um, I'm going to pretend that that question is independent of the discussion we had earlier, and you're sticking to the notion that those passages are referring to the example you gave oh, of it a soldier dying I, and leaving a wife and children.
0: I think he's alluding to the fact that if they're in the church, if they're one of the saved, of course you help them. He's he's making this, he's continuing the separation, and he's using Joey's own terms Okay, I'll use what I'll use your ballpark to define love, whereas he would define it as if you're in the church. Of course you you have a biblical mandate, but if you're not in the church, you don't.
3: Buffer. I press
1: play, but uh Mother. You didn't pay your Google account.
0: <laughs> My internet's buffer than yours.
6: <clears throat> Maybe get get out and go
1: back in. Thanks, Jeff. I know how computers work.
2: Well, you've had a six-second We'll just look at
6: the example with with widows. So
5: let's just talk. Oh,
6: there's something (laughs) wrong with your clip.
3: (laughs) Clip of the... (laughs) (laughs) That's
6: all right. We'll just look at the example with... with, with
5: So let's just talk.
1: Something's wrong with that clip.
0: Mm. all right that's fine you can go to the next one which is the he continues to press him on the love definition
5: the most honorable thing you can do to any human being the literally most honorable thing you can do to any living human being is tell them the truth about their soul this life is short you might live 80 90 100 years old if you're damn lucky but what you have after that is eternity and you'll either spend eternity in hellfire Or you'll spend eternity without hellfire. When you're down to those two options, what's dishonorable? Telling somebody it's okay what's happening? You shouldn't pay attention to what the Lord God has done to you temporarily here. You shouldn't consider the fact that He doesn't do this stuff on a lark. He does it because of sin. He does it because the nation and the individuals in the nation have written off His law, have ignored His commandments for decades, and you're just supposed to say, oh, doggone it, I wish that hadn't happened.
3: Pregnant pause. <laughs> that, that's that's
2: tough. I'm not even sure where to go with that. I, I just think of... It would have been great if it came
0: off the other clip that wasn't working, but... Right. The, my, <laughs> notice how he uses dishonor and honor versus, like, how do you love people, which is kind of the, what Joey was asking. Keep right. going, Jeff.
2: Well, the idea that Uh, like life is short. I never, I never agree with that. I always thought life is valuable, and and forget about the length of life that we're here on Earth. It's just the uh, the idea of being doesn't matter with what people you're with or what they're doing. The the casting judgment. I know at times we're called to call people out. Right Scott.
4: That's loving.
2: Yes. And and but to be the one who's setting it seems like he's setting setting a bar for himself based off his interpretation and then he's calling people out and and also saying hey make sure that these people are cut out from what i've heard it seems like uh if i were standing from afar and watching which i guess i am right now i'm like what what are you doing like how are you loving like what are you going to get out of what you're doing by segregating people and what happened to all of the parables in the bible that are broken people that had Jesus next to them and Jesus loving them. And yet you're, you don't seem to be that loving person uh, giving charity where maybe charity
1: is due. I think the first part of your comment there, what it instantly made me think of was don't we all do that? like we all make decisions and operate out of an interpretation of what we read and believe. And furthermore, I don't know, unless you're like, unless you're like Zach who who believes in universalism. Um, whoa, shots fired.
0: Is this your (laughs) way of loving me? (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) This this is how you're uh,
1: honoring me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honoring you by presenting your position. Um, but, uh, but we all kind of do that, like, like even just setting aside whether or not the loving portion comes in, right? Which is the name of my new band, The Loving Portion. Uh, <laughs> it's a really sensual band. <laughs> we play jazz, um, but but <laughs> we we all do that. Like we we all develop a a position and worldview, and
0: some people have a missionary position,
1: and there is a common there is a common place like if you if you take the section of scripture where jesus says no one comes to the father except through me and and so that if you follow that definition if you follow that belief then then the natural thought is those who reject jesus do not come to the father through right. him right which is which is another way of saying here's people who are not going to be saved
0: You, it might surprise all of you that I have an alternative interpretation of that, but we can leave that aside for now. (laughs) I'm not
1: trying to, I'm not trying to defend him, but, but I'm, but in some ways I'm trying to say that like, how different is he from the rest of us and that we, we find a position that that is the
0: fascinating thing is that as I was listening and we're not covering the whole, I recommend people listen to it. Um, and it's, Overall, it's a good if you're a Christian and you like podcasts, or you just like podcasts where people have different ideas than you. It's a it's a worthy addition to your podcast uh, uh, library. But that's what I was fascinated by is that there's you could see the truth at, even from my own interpretation, which is so much different than his. I could see where he was, why he got there, and he is actually following through in the way he's living his life in a way that's consistent that a lot of Christians hold, but they don't follow through on. Does that make sense? Like, he is going out there telling people they're under God's judgment. A lot of Christians that are on the more conservative side would say words similar to to him in private, but they would never interact with people in public in the way that he does, because either they're scared or they maybe they don't actually believe and they think they they don't believe what they would say in private or it's complicated, but that was the thing I was struck by is like wow, this guy he believes it, and he's consistent, and I'm glad Jeff mentioned, and Andy caught to the interpretation thing, which will um. Jack Hoey the third was the co-host on this particular episode.
1: Not a real name,
0: and he asked a question related to the interpretation thing. That is a great question, um, but uh, we'll get there eventually. But uh, man, he's consistent. If he's not anything else,
4: yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with him pointing out people's failings and. Talking about them, the judgment. Um, but yeah, it'd be an interpretation of what uh, the things that he's calling out might not be. It's like, how? Worthy of judgment. Right. The, the thing is, he's saying. failing. Yeah.
2: The thing is, he's failing. He himself is failing. And that's where I it. In get what a, way? Well, he's not Jesus.
4: What, so what he's failing somewhere. Are we all, are we all know, failing then?
2: You, is that the bar? I mean, it's not that we're. it's it's not that we we fall we fall short and as believers we get back we get back up and whether it's through repentance or asking for forgiveness or just slapping ourselves across the face and being like what was i thinking like why did i say that we all fall short it's not that we're failing so maybe a bad choice of words but we're all sinners. We're following. We're we're trying to follow Christ down this path that He led, and 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 so I we don't have any conversations if you know we're not sitting here going back and forth about this and um, listening to you know these excerpts um,
1: of someone you know saying this is how it is. But how? how hold on. Let me pull you in a little bit because I don't. I'm you lost me. At down the trail. I
3: want to clarify. What he's saying. What he's saying is really he's he's
1: he's
2: casting judgment and he's saying this is how it is. Yeah. But we come back to interpretation. But ultimately it's like if if I'm Jesus calls if Jesus calls somebody out, then everybody's like, well uh can't really
1: argue I remember the when flawless Jesus one. called Derek out the other day. <laughs> I was there, and we all looked at him.
4: But I think I think it's gosh darn. Still, Derek. so if I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. I get because he's because he falls short. He's not Jesus. He can't. I, I don't know if you're saying he can't judge. You or, tell me. But you just or like probably are, so three, three minutes just, ago, you said that we should judge. I did. I think so. We can you play the tape back, Andy? Can you play roll it back, back, Andy? <laughs> it, that we should
2: judge. I said people do judge, um, but are but should we not be? Well, no. I was referring to when we. I mean, should it we says we be do should judging? Call, We should call people. We should <laughs> call people out. Call yes. people, out, but that are within that are believers that are within the faith. Not calling people out that aren't.
4: Well, that would well that would go back to his dilemma where he's saying you should only minister to those who are the elect. So if you're really only going to call up people who are believers, you'll never get to talking to anyone that's not a believer about like the afterlife and being a sinner. And, so that I think that would put you in the same his the same his same dilemma. Right.
2: And can we even and do we even know just because we're in a church who the believers are and who they are not
4: no so that's, that's part a blood of the test That's part, a blood yeah. test for that right it's yeah, part of take that's why you take the you take the gospel out you, you take it to non-believers and so it, yeah calling them out that yeah they're they're sinners they need a savior
0: so scott Amen. is okay so scott's joining the westboro baptist church let's go to the next clip where are they and, located uh,
2: do they have online service in westboro services? <laughs> you know, Alabama. This is number six. Where is Westboro? Yeah,
0: help, uh, Phelps, I'm not going to is funerals. Te- is it
2: in Texas? Zach, where's Westboro?
5: We don't go to funerals.
6: Oh, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. That's a thank myth. You. Thank we you. We don't go to funerals. We preach Where? Way-
1: Pause. Yeah? I've been to a funeral, and they were outside.
0: Now, here you go. This is so good, because... The other, the other. Well, you can just play. it. You'll see. You you caught it before the other guys did. Okay, this is good.
5: Yeah, outside the funeral on a public. Street. That's where they were. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> they're 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 right there. They're there because of the funeral. I mean, they weren't at. They didn't like get a a funeral. What do you call a funeral brochure? Program. They
0: weren't close enough to get a program.
4: Okay. Or a brochure. So they went, I they want to know what funerals <laughs> you're going to. <laughs> hey,
0: can tell them enjoy this funeral. This is a cat like sell caskets. Ten easy payments
5: in this brochure. Ten percent
0: off
4: <laughs> next casket,
0: which are a racket, by the way. Keep going.
5: Straight to warn people. We never go near the funeral. That's a private that. matter, and we don't mess with it. All right, but me, it, but you're there because the funeral is there. We're there because of the patriotic pep rally that's there. And <laughs> senators are going and mayors are so going and soldiers people are trying humans. to use that dead carcass as a Present political tundra. statement. That's when we started going. The private ones that didn't have any of that going on, we never went near.
1: All right. So that's not true because that was not the case for me personally. I, uh, was it Westboro? Uh, I don't know anybody else who does that. Yeah. I've never seen anyone else who claims that or has ever done that. By because the way, it could be a leftist group. I don't think we mentioned... This was 15 years ago.
0: They are a church of 60 members, he says, in the early portions of this interview. Small church, big impact. Good example of um, a fiery minority making, uh, in terms of small numbers making a big impact
1: Active apparently, lots of frequent flyer miles. Yes, because <laughs> they are. The funeral was all out here, California. Yeah, I
0: was in Bakersfield, Westbrook. I should know this. It's want... back east somewhere.
4: Yeah, yeah Rand Paul said that, that people should look into the finances of people flying over the country. But that's a separate topic. Um, so, does he say why he's opposed to the patriotic aspect in the in the podcast? Not. Um...
0: I did listen to the entire thing. Not that I recall specifically it's, you kind of get a taste of it here. Um, the, the glorification of the soldiers, there might be a glorification of war and battle, uh, aspect <laughs> that I would be simpatico with him. If, if he's like protesting, like the way we're idolatrizing the soldier.
1: That's never in. I've never once seen that message in any of their propaganda, signage or whatever. It's never once been war is bad. It is you're being condemned because of uh, your sins as a nation.
0: Yeah. And he does say your individual, like I, we, it might be in one of these clips, but it is like the wrath of God is upon you because of what you're doing. And basically it ties into his theology of, um, God is basically the orchestrator of everything. So if something is happening to you, it's because of the wrath that's upon you, um, because you're one of the reprobate, and so that includes being killed as a soldier. That's God's wrath on you, and um, so there there are
4: no elect people in serving in the military that have died.
0: Uh, That'd
3: be interesting. I it didn't. I won't go so far to say he would say that, but there's
0: you you're touching on the inherent contradictions in believing that god has a blueprint for all of life it's impossible for any of us to live that way 100% we all make choices and yeah. so we have to make a bunch of contradictions and deal with a lot of cognitive dissonance and that i think maybe that's why he's so angry is he is under so much cognitive dissonance
4: i th- i think um just a good point in conversations and especially with people that you disagree with uh you got to be and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about anyone here um but I think just in general we got to look at Andy then <laughs> we got to be careful about not just disagreeing with someone because you have a disagreement with them about something else you have to be able to acknowledge where you agree i think that's missing in a lot of uh, social media posts, because um, if you That's such a good point, Scott. You you start losing that, and you're going to make statements down the road, and it's going to be you're going to be contradicting yourself, and you're not understanding what the person's saying,
0: or you assume you, malevolence on the person's part when nine times out of ten you're with somebody that if you say what is our end, our end is justice and reconciliation and we want fairness everyone has that end most people and we lose that in the midst of the battle of the argument Yeah,
2: the emotional quality wins
1: i have other theories about where that's come from the devil yeah no i think that there's that the undercurrent of overvaluing individualism has devalued uh the place where where we find commonalities
0: which is good, and I think there's a pendulum swing because of—correct me if you're not going here, but I think I could see a correction from hyper-individualism swinging back to—what's uh, the word? Besides communism, I'm not tribalism. talking about tribalism or like mm-hmm. a, a communal— like recognizing the
1: groups you're a part of and how you What was af- that Maori word you used earlier? Is that what you were looking for? Oh, the, Some one people, for the peers?
0: So, yeah. <laughs> so people <laughs> might Guys, call it a, a clan. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs>
4: <laughs> No,
0: but an overcorrection towards groups. The Scottish.
4: The Scottish call it a clan and the Irish. Come on, what do you think I'm talking about? And they spell uh, it with the C with the P H.
0: Anyways, I think there there is an overcorrection towards or or like a trying to attempt to correct individualism that can be an idol and be abused and go to a groupthink type thing that is equally problematic for different reasons. And uh, anyways, uh, I would I think I, we're I in the middle kind of, of that yeah. kind of a correction or I overcorrection. Know. I don't know for there. I don't think I, I was I kind of idea. I was
4: kind of thinking of like you're saying the word individualism. Uh, but you said you said it in an interesting way the, the overvalue individualism i i'm i think of it as we're overvaluing individuals that like an individual what they're going through the whole society has to deal with what that individual is going through and they might have very nuanced things, or a very nuanced interpretation of the world, but we still have to we still have to coddle that mentality that that that, that individual is going through. Yeah, uh, and that can, becomes a problem when you have a bunch of individuals and they all have their own little nuances, um, and that's how we. I think you guys want a beer uh shoot i'm not supposed to beer break oh. I, I will oh is this not a sour
3: tiny uh, is yeah. Not a sour.
1: so yeah uh, i think the in my mind it, it breaks down to something very simple is, which comes down to are we looking are we m- are we more vested or more interested in looking for the ways that we are similar or the ways that we are different and so yeah th- that's 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 your comment made me think of that. Mm. And, and if we are, which is very, actually it's very, uh, okay. Anti-American in general, like that, that is not the, the, the kind of foundations of the melting pot of America, where you've just got a ton of different people that are all interjecting into each other's lives and mixing things up. And you've got this weird, cool amalgamation of people. Um, theoretically, but, uh, but yeah, that, I think there's roots of that that stem from uh, the overemphasis of individualism, which really comes from Apple naming everything I fill in the blank. Can you believe that? It's Apple. Mm. The iPhone, the iPad. It's all about I, I, I. Me
4: too. Can you believe that? It's all terrible. It's all yeah. Kamala. Well, some the people Iraq Scott just
0: wants to be included.
2: Iraq, just throw money at it. <laughs> oh, <gosh.
4: laughs> you
0: never saw that SNL <laughs> skit? It was
2: fantastic. Uh, or maybe just, that was it was. You uh, should have just taken
0: credit for that. Mad Jeff.
1: TV.
0: Oh, that's good. Where are we? Oh, you can finish that one. See if he, he's got a.
1: Maybe, maybe the Google machine will allow us to. Mm. Everything you pause. Is done. Look at that. Yeah. Stand by.
0: Were we on number six? Yeah, not going to funerals. He probably said something really funny at the end there.
5: Don't go to funerals. I've ones that didn't have any of that going on. We never went near. And the ones that were patriotic pep rallies that they were using, we gave the counterpoint. That's what we did.
0: Okay. So nothing great. And uh, Number seven is thank God for dead soldiers, which is a sign they've you're had. You're
6: talking about caring about people's souls, and a sign that says thank God for dead soldiers. Like, right. how how is that caring for someone's soul? There's there's a disconnect. Can you pause here it real quick? That, so, well, if
0: you just want to say, I have edited some of his responses. I have been very respectful and not. But it's still in context. Mm-hmm. Where, yes, I don't. I don't want it to be like. New, newly revealed doctored, photo, doctored uh, evidence.
5: It's more I for-
1: like other men. <laughs> uh,
5: nothing's doctored on the internet. You're supposed to thank God for everything. Everything that doesn't mean yay. Thank God. That means soberly consider and give thanks to God for the judgment that He has executed, and then fear Him and His name and His judgments. That's what that sign means. You can't subjectively translate the message any more than I can subjectively translate your messages so I can be mad at you. Ooh,
4: isn't that a doozy? There's a lot in there.
5: Dude, that guy's
1: doing some
0: verbal gymnastics, and I think yeah. a lot of mental gymnastics internally. Do you play there. like
2: the last 20 seconds of that again? Sorry.
1: I could think of any names of any gymnasts, I would have named them right there and then said he was
6: that person,
1: but
2: um, I can't. Yeah, Nadia Komenich.
6: You're talking about caring about people's souls. I'm sure
4: that means something different. And a in a sign language that that says, <laughs> thank bad. God
6: for dead soldiers. Like, right. how, how is that caring for someone's soul? There's, there's a disconnect here, Tim. That, so.
5: Well, if you're supposed to thank God for everything, everything, that doesn't mean yay. Thank God that means soberly consider and give thanks to God for the judgment that he has executed and then fear him on that soldier and his apparently in his judgments that's what that sign means you can't subjectively translate the message any more than i can subjectively translate your messages so i can be mad at you
1: you can't subjectively translate the
4: message but he can seems like he's subjectively tying Together that ought not be tied.
0: He is, which is this. Uh, I am tickled that Jeff and Andy both mentioned the interpretation angle, the subjectiveness of the interpretation, and Scott now, uh, because you will get a great question from Jack Hoey the third, not a real person, according to Andy,
1: not a real name. Do uh, you want me to play number eight? Um. Oh yeah.
0: We'll, 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 get to that in a second, but yeah, do eight.
6: So what about Jesus's approach with people? And in addition to that, didn't Jesus change some things? I mean, I don't know how many times he said that it is written in the law, this, um, it, Paul talks about how all of the law led to free salvation for people. We are not under condemnation anymore. And I know all of that stuff is for the elect, but Jesus even says, hey, you know what? Everything's wrapped up in these two commandments, love God and, and love others.
5: So so I, you skip over the first part and land with both feet on the second part as you want to interpret it. That's what you're doing. You're skipping over the first part. What's the first you're part? You're supposed to love God, and you don't love God unless you keep his commandments. That's I did say love God. I Let's know, go. but you don't do it. You don't <laughs> love God. That's the first thing you're supposed to do. I don't love God. You don't. When Why you start is, talking about when you start talking about denying His fired. sovereignty, denying His uh, Scriptures, and uh, fornicating and idolatry and adultery, and keep proud in mind he's disagreeing form, with his
0: interpretation. And you
5: deny Him, and then you skip over and say, "Ignore that."
0: But to Tim Phelps, it's Let's like talk you're about denying. You loving everybody
5: as we define that.
4: It was getting fun at this point in the episode. Yeah. I think Joey does a little, uh, tying things together as well. Um, maybe not as much as Phelps.
0: Cause Joey is coming from an experience and Joey's interpreting and many times it's acknowledged that they're on totally different pages. They're jumping off of two different in certain parts. It's like you guys are jumping off of two different trampolines, both called the Bible. Um,
1: Side note, uh, actually, that is uh, Michael Phelps' uh, grandfather. I'll continue.
6: (laughs) (laughs) On what basis do you believe that you have the objective interpretation of the Bible?
5: What I have is 100%. Good question. I don't translate scripture based upon society. I don't translate, I don't, uh, not translate, but expound scripture based upon cultural references and cultural norms like this world does. So everybody else does? Scripture by scripture. For example, when it says, love thy neighbor as thyself, I don't go out into the world and say, well, I got this neighbor down the street that's a sodomite, so I'm supposed to love him, which means don't say anything about his sin. That's not what the scripture says that means. I use scripture to interpret what the scripture says. Because What does it,
6: scripture say to say to them?
5: It says, do not suffer sin upon him. If you suffer sin upon him, you hate him in your heart. That's what the scriptures teach. And that's what we preach.
4: I'm going to have to read a
3: verse. You
5: cannot pretend that because it hurts someone's feelings to see the raw truth from the scriptures, that you're being mean to that person. They say that, and Jesus Christ said they're going to hate you. The world's going to hate you because they hated me. Pause real quick.
0: So that's that's what every cult would say. Like, I'm not disagreeing with A certain interpretation of what Jesus meant, but cults from beyond time—actually, that's not physically possible throughout time. (laughs) (laughs) You mean
4: before the creation of the world, Zach? They were there with the the Trinity.
0: Cults were using that passage to justify. If you're getting pushback, it
4: means you're, you're, you're winning because they're pushing back. Oh my God can I read can I read a passage here real quick? Um, this is in response to him talking about the sodomite down the street that you're not supposed to talk to or whatever whatever you said. This is first Corinthians 5. Uh, so the context of this is there's a, the church in Corinth they were tolerating a person of the church who had had his, his father's wife or no had his son's wife. And Paul's calling them out because they were tolerating this person. So, this is what Paul writes. Um, I wrote to you in an epistle not not to company. Good grief, am I reading that right? Oh, good grief, I'm on King James. Hold up, hold up. Let me, the, <laughs> Na, <laughs> let me go back to the NASB. All right. 1 Corinthians 5. I
1: just told thou to not. <laughs> uh, 1
4: Corinthians 5.9. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with immoral people. I did not at all mean with the immoral people of this world or with the covetous and swindlers or with idolaters. For then you would have to go out of the world But actually, I wrote to you not to associate with any so-called brother if he is an immoral person, or covetous, or an idolater, or a reviler, or a drunkard, or a swindler, not even to eat with such a one. This passage is saying the opposite of what Phelps
1: just said. Is brother interchangeable with with believer?
4: believer. yeah. Well, he's any so-called... Brother. Yeah. So they're claiming to be a Christian or a believer, and yet they're doing these things. Don't associate with them. But how are you supposed to reach the lost if you're not reaching out to them?
0: Yeah, that's a good. I'm glad you mentioned that. And uh, congratulations, listener. You are getting... We are putting the Bible in Bros, Bibles, and Beer... Finally On this episode Welcome finally you've been waiting 5 years <laughs> this episode is called Bibles Bibles and Beer Bibles <laughs> Bibles and so many more Bibles I also I don't want to let it, to let it go that his answer to why is your opinion objective is that he lets scripture interpret scripture which is a circular argument that we would not allow anyone else to use about any book in the
1: history of mankind.
0: No, I mean, y- you just opened a don't. can of worms, Zach. I know, but it's, I'm, I'm not wrong. It's <laughs> a circular no, argument. There's no
1: way to do that, though. Well, so scripture I, is not the thing that interprets Scripture. Well, like, it
4: depends. It depends. Sometimes <laughs> I would I would say sometimes. Right. So, when we talk about Scripture, it's not one book. Right, it's multiple books. Right, sixty six books written by forty different authors, written over but my point thousand like, years or whatever. He
0: he knows his interpretation is correct is basically because he he reads scripture and then he uses other scripture. Never mind that he's reading an interpretation, which is what translations are. Words can mean many different things. I'm not I'm not calling into question that we can't trust anything in the Bible but the point is his, his objectiveness that he's basing it on a on is the bible's ability to interpret itself which is nonsensical no it's not not <laughs> not the bible interpreting itself which can happen
1: it, it will always go through a layer of human he, interpretation his
0: interpretation is objective because the bible interprets itself doesn't make sense like so, like literally it, 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 his interpretation is 100% correct because he interprets the bible using itself does not make sense.
4: I, I would I would say that it his interpretation of how the bible is interpreting itself is what well, it doesn't make sense. But I think that's what I
0: just said with different words.
4: Yeah, but the he's he 100% I, sure
0: yeah. on his interpretation based on that, which is my problem. Right. It's it's that's
4: not it's not the
1: but that will always occur. Yeah. It. Yes.
4: S- defending your belief based upon the Bible interpreting or scripture interpreting scripture, let's say, that's not a good defense of your part of your particular interpretation. Interpretation. Of interpretation. That. Yeah. The idea itself, though, of scripture interpreting scripture is valid, and it be it would become very difficult if you. It's if worth another conversation. Bounds, yeah,
0: You and I yeah. would agree on certain po- points of that, but also disagree on others. And it's worthy of an entire, probably series of podcasts. And yeah. there's a reason why, uh w- how many years has it been? Like three or four since the Bible was compiled that we're roughly, still having we take- these conversations. Yeah.
1: I I get it. It's not controversial to say that the the Bible interprets itself because there's scriptures get referenced and and you see Jesus unpacking sections of scripture that 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 occurs. That's not, that's not a, that's not controversial. Right. But what I was trying to say, and I think we all kind of landed on this too, is at no point in time will this ever not go through human interpretation. Right. Like, all of those stages In multiple levels. At the very end, it will still pass through the stage of the process, which is human interpretation, which he magically deleted from the equation.
0: Right, because he can't actually defend his certitude. He is a hundred. It's clear when you he hear him. He says hundred percent. He literally is, says hundred percent. Now, yeah.
4: now, again, not to side with Phelps, but to be fair, we had Joey on. And Joey made a couple of interesting statements about Joey's interpretation of Scripture.
2: I'm going to invite Joey back on. I do remember Scott pushing
4: back. And and, uh, Joey at one point...
0: On an episode that Scott was on. Thank you, Jeff, for saying nothing.
4: (laughs) Scott always pushes back. No. Go back to your
2: telephone <laughs> and play with your games
1: uh, and continue doing yeah. games. I'm
2: not actually disagreeing it's, with you, I'm Jeff. Trying I'm trying to find like the I'm I'm making of definition of interpretation eighth. on Google. Like, <laughs> come on, give me something good where the Bible actually pops up. Yeah.
4: So I would, if someone goes... And Never lis- on Google. Listen, if someone goes and listens to um, the Pastor with No Answers in this episode, I haven't listened to it yet, but... Um, Go listen to that and maybe come to a conclusion on how you feel about Phelps thinking he's 100% right. And then go listen to our episode with Joey. And there's just a couple of statements where it seemed to be like, hey, God says, you know, if you pray and you you ask for, you know, God to guide you, he'll guide you. And he said, and I've done, and, and he said something to the effect of, and I've done, and haven't I done that more than anybody, something like that. Essentially saying hell of a memory, Scott, essentially saying he's put in the prayer time. He's put in the work. So his, he's come to conclusions. Do the work. I got you.
0: Yeah. And uh, to be fair, like when we're playing these clips, it's easy. It's really easy to tear down anything. And, but if you listen to that whole episode, uh, I am really impressed with Joey and how he, uh, we got one more clip that I think is super great. But I'm really impressed with Joey and how you disagree well with somebody and you don't ramp up the emotion. You let the guy have their opinion. And aside from a few vocal points where you could tell he was banging his desk, (laughs) Tim (laughs) Phelps, uh, it was a great conversation.
6: When you hear a savior that was fully God, fully man, give his life up, tortured, spit upon, nailed to a cross... And that's the tip of the iceberg. And then he says, Father, forgive them. What in the hell is he talking about?
5: Well, there's two respects that that could be applied. I didn't know that you're going to try to dig that deep into any kind of scriptural discussion. But there's two respects that could be applied. (laughs) I got to
1: stop. That was below the belt. Hold on. I didn't know you were going to talk about the Bible.
4: (laughs) What was that? You You might say he got in by the short hairs
1: by the pubes. The crotch hairs.
0: <laughs> by the haroo, roo, roo.
5: Sex it could be applied i
6: gotta but stop you calls, what did you what do you no, mean by that
5: i told you before no human being has any hope Is of that heaven his dad unless i told you before
2: son <laughs> he he hits his desk too no human
6: being
5: sex it could be applied i gotta but stop you calls, what did you what do you no, mean by that i told you before no human being has any hope of heaven unless they were called before the world began So, he could not possibly, this is the same God who entered the covenant, he could not possibly be offering eternal salvation to anybody but those who he purchased through his blood. Before the world began, he agreed to it.
1: And so, Tim, who are those people? Can we see the list? Well,
4: and another thing is, what do you mean by offer? How do you offer something to someone who has no choice on whether they are going to believe it or not. They were Whoa. predestined before the foundation of the is earth.
1: written. What
5: do you mean, you people?
1: Are you building a straw
0: person, Scott?
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, to say that suddenly he got wishy-washy and said, ah, I better just let everybody have it. It's complete nonsense. That uh, was a... He didn't he mean did, it. He, he, it. Jesus didn't a, mean forgive him. So, so this, is, this seems...
0: That's a, not fair. Yeah, anyway, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm a bigot now. Sorry. <laughs>
5: nonsense that was a he didn't he wasn't a human being full stop he was very man and very god he understood what his father had required of him under the covenant and he came to the earth to do that that's what he was doing that's who he was talking about now if you want to say there has to be some human element here then all he's saying is as far as human to human i forgive him Please don't hold it to their charge. I forgive them, like we're required to forgive those who have trespassed against us.
3: Forgive That's them in the other this life
5: and look at it, but that has nothing to do with eternal salvation. That has to do with how you engage with another human being.
6: When you hear, there's a lot there too. <laughs> you I get thought him? I clipped
0: at one point. He tells Joey, "You don't love Jesus," which oh,
1: is pretty oh, great. There is. Hold on.
4: Well, he said that he he doesn't love God. He doesn't follow the first commandment because he's not obeying the the commands. We did hear that.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I found it. Oh, did we skip but, but, that one? But before we get yeah, before we get to that though, the thing that struck me is if we come back to your statement earlier, while most of us will disagree with. Uh, how he gets there and some of his reasons for getting there and and even what he gets to. Like, I don't disagree with everything that he says.
4: Right, right. It seems like there, there's, um, he's talking about um, when Jesus is on the cross and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I kind of, I uh, from that short clip, the last part, I agree with that that it doesn't apply salvifically to every human being on earth. I mm-hmm. agree with that aspect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I just, am, I, I think I, I don't want this to be interpreted as like, I agree with his approach and I agree with everything that he says, but, um, but something like Zach had said earlier, which is, you know, he is carrying it out. <laughs> He is carrying out what he's what he believes. He's actually acting on it. Um it's it's I think we argue that he's misguided and that he's taking interpretations in into a direction that uh maybe we, we don't think we don't want to agree on the endpoint right of it. But a lot of the the basis points, like if you go back to the apex the of where he's drawing from Maybe we don't disagree that much. It's just that his trajectory got started at an angle right. that was very different. And where he ended right. up was like, wow, you went 30 degrees that way. And now we are 500 miles apart. Yep. We may have had a common starting point, but wow, did you end up in a totally different place.
4: Yeah, I wish I had just a little bit of a zeal. I just want a little bit.
1: Just a taste of the
0: zeal. Dude, man. You know what's interesting about, about that too is... um That he, I know I'm in the minority position, probably. Totally. With, in this podcast and in all of Christendom, on, I I apply what Jesus said there, I think is a universal cosmic revelation of the heart of God towards all of humanity, which would probably make uh, uh, Tim Phelps get a rage boner and then explode.
1: Did Jesus forgive them?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was revealing like, This is the Father's heart. This is like God in the flesh, literally like laying down, like the perfect act of love. And I don't want... My purpose is not to debate that necessarily, but it does show that he's got... And we all have this, a version of this, but he's got a starting point with what the Bible is. It's this... It's equal authoritative. It is, in other parts of the interview... It's God-inspired, and by—he doesn't say verbal, plenary inspiration, like God told him exactly what to write, but maybe it's a step below that. Like, this is what God says, so if you read something in Scripture over here, it has to line up with over here, and because of Tim Phelps' belief about what salvation is and who gets it and who doesn't, Jesus' statement can't mean with what it apparently seems to mean, which is, forgive these people— who are killing me, um, it can only mean on a human level, like, yeah, you would forgive your friend, but that doesn't mean your friend gets to go to heaven because you forgave him. He reduces Jesus' act of forgiveness there to the same level of forgiveness I would have for Andy when he made fun of my skin tag being lost. Because it was gross.
4: Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. So, so yeah, Zach, that's another can of worms. And while you were while you stepped away, I just... I just made a statement that... I, I was peeing because of the beer. Yeah, I just made a statement that I don't think that that... Um,
3: no, I know. That that
4: phrase f- of Jesus from the cross is, we disagree. is salvific universe, uh, that applies to all people right. salvifically. Right. Um, but if we... And I'm saying but to my statement, not to your okay. statement. So it's okay.
0: Well, the uh, buts are assumed with my statement <laughs> coming from you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Big buts. <laughs> Big buts. Um,
4: the... Equal authoritative, equally authoritative that and all, not all statements are equally authoritative. But now we're moving away from Phelps and we're moving to you. Uh, I was just saying, I think Phelps would agree with that.
0: I think that's what he, yeah, the way he views the Bible. Right. Because he kept going back to Leviticus for how you treat somebody who's in sin. Like that was his anchor point was Leviticus. It yeah. came up once in our clips, but it was like three times, maybe four times in that. Episode where he went back to that passage which was very apparent that was kind of his anchor point on why they have some of their signs. Right, Zach, just stay on the tracks.
2: The scooter trains coming through. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> You're right, Jeff. I did <laughs> stop you, Scott. Keep going, yeah, and finish it, your it, it, it's so, one, you I called it. Yeah, I'm a prophet. Lakers one.
4: I didn't hear the Leviticus part, but I'm assuming if he's talking about uh the homosexuals, it's probably Leviticus eighteen and twenty or whatever. Um which is oddly enough, in Leviticus 19, sandwiched in between 18 and 20, is you have the part about love and loving your neighbor and things like that. Uh, but the the, the, the the equally authoritative aspect. So you're not. So you're saying that scriptures are not equally or statements, individual statements in in the Bible are not equally authoritative. Uh, not necessarily. I they, they aren't necessarily yeah. Now when you now when Jesus says when Jesus makes statements about salvation being conditional, like John three sixteen, only if I agree with and him. whatnot, only if I agree with Jesus, then. right? Right. So if if, if, we, if we go with if we go with that aspect of they're not equally authoritative, we have got to pick one, and the one that we get to pick, that's the one that out authoritates <laughs> the other. That's and I may be putting up a straw man. But it's, a little bit. it seems that that's what you would have to do um, to to go with that kind of that idea. But this is a can of worms that we've discussed it's a, big can a can of worms. few times. And I and I
2: think what's the gentleman saying that's talking um, Tim Phelps? Yeah, Tim. That Tim and any other believer and scholar of the Bible um, can find a scripture. Maybe it was early on in their history of believership, um, or they were raised that way. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> I know. You know, just sign up for ninety nine dollars a year, it's and you get to be a believer in free level course.
1: <laughs> you take but, history of well, believership Like our, like, <laughs>
2: I mean, we're human, so like our experiences, our early experiences as um, kids, teenagers. Um, we experience something, and then we have this lens that we look through everything with that. And as we grow older, we may then mature into a di- with a different lens. People look at the Bible, I think, like Tim and others, where we do give, we look at the Bible through a lens of this verse right here. These three verses, the those two verses, they... Are what I can now find truth in. I can go through the Bible and I can find other verses that will that will confirm this is the way. Whereas somebody could have a totally different lens, find something else, you know, whether it's in Corinthians or Exodus or wherever it might be, and then find others to affirm um, that, and and they might be in opposition. Um, In their interpretation, like no, this is the higher level of verse compared to that one, and they have a priority list based off their human experience
4: or introduction
1: into the Bible. That's Uh, where denominations come from.
4: But that seems like what's that? That's what Zach's doing. What? That seems like what, that's what Zach's doing. I, I, doing what? Doing what? Exactly what you just said. Okay. Of course.
1: That's what
2: everybody does. No,
4: so he, he doesn't, doesn't so do that. That's
2: what you do. That's what I do. That's, well, be, be. But isn't it just to be preyed upon? I mean, not, not well, preyed upon. I want to be hunted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we come... Take the person who's the, the bum on the street. Do we give money to him? Do we give charity? Do, do we have a relationship with... Like I mean, do we Only talk if with profess th- <laughs> yeah, okay. okay, okay. I
1: don't know what that means.
2: No, no, no. But the point the point being is we don't know it until we're in it with and God speaking to us in a moment with relationship with others or a moment in time where we're having some challenge. That's what Phelps would say. That's when we're that's when the truth comes clear in our heart of hearts. Um, as believers, where we know this is the direction to go. I know it. I How could go back in the have? Bible and
1: find it. That's what Phelps would say. And? He would say the same exact thing. But none of us in this room agree
0: Dub- <laughs> Agree with him. W.W. W. Phelps would
1: say. But yeah, but I think you're all doing the straw person thing. No, not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. I think what you just said was, do you feel it? Phelps would tell you he totally feels it. He took his own interpretation, right? But you could go back to the Bible and find that,
2: that that's what felt that do. idea.
0: That's what he, it would do. he feels it because the Bible yeah. said it, and it's his interpretation that's correct. But in his mind, it's not an interpretation; it's the truth.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't get to say what's truth or not because I could be doing the same exact thing, and he could say, "Ah, you can't. You, nah, I do
4: disagree. That's great, but." in his mind he's interpreting it correctly You're...
0: and i i i i i i, 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 I... <laughs> uh, that's name of that's the alp- episode 17 eyes <laughs> <I's. laughs> <laughs> 17 ays. is that how you spell i in that
1: context e y e uh
0: i don't disagree with scott or jeff wow. although i'm not entirely sure what what jeff um jeff you just said a lot and so I'm agreeing with it in principle with caveats that we can disclose later. But <laughs> Phelps, what Phelps doesn't I admit feel like to- I cussing you out right now. <laughs> you should. Show notes. You Put it in the show notes. <laughs> you should. <laughs> um, maybe you should. And because I understand how you, that would make you feel. Uh, just do it with charity, Jeff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Honor me. Actually, just with do it your on, cursing. Just do it on social media. <laughs> You're right. My ego's getting in the way. I want to. You know, I'm well, gonna I'm, lay that down. I'm
0: acknowledging what you said, well, although suck. you said a lot of words that I can't keep track of, that and makes I'm me kidding, feel like an idiot. I'm going Continue. past that to what Scott said. <laughs> Jeff, you that, are a
4: human. We acknowledge what that. I
0: think, and what Andy You're also so said. Failing. I'm tying everything together. Andy said it. Uh, oh, Andy said it. <laughs> Phelps, <laughs> what Phelps? would not acknowledge what he's doing is what we all do. He's got presuppositions about what God is or who God is, how God acts, what the Bible is. And then he interprets, interprets the data based on those presuppositions. It's what all of us do in various forms. Some people willingly embrace it and say, yes, I have a presupposition because that's what you have to do. You have to have a starting point. That's all great. And so, yes, I, I totally admit to having presuppositions and interpretations based on those presuppositions. The difference is, uh, I am open to hearing people like Phelps, uh, or Scott, or uh, any one of you on different ideas. I'm
4: glad you brought other people in on this. Yeah, love the Earth thing. Love the Earth. I hear from
1: Phelps, Hitler, Scott, <laughs> all of the people. <laughs> <laughs> about here from anybody. Zach's pushing through the new green deal earlier. So I think it, the the thought that just kept hitting me over and over it's again is the we Do we it's, believe in infallible interpretation of the Bible? No, heck no, no, <laughs>
0: right? We, we and that's in where great. I think yeah. Phelps would have a pushback against you. And which is the difference? It's not that I don't hold opinions based on my presuppositions. I agree they might be wrong, and I can never know. So therefore, open up that fist an open-handed palm to occasionally slap your brother with but mostly just receive <laughs>
3: ideas
2: but are the mode but are the mode the infallible uh, are the motives to uh, hurt people like is Tim's thing to like hurt people or does he truly believe it and if he does when looking back in time it's like okay Tim's his, Tim's fine I, That's how he I loves could, people he,
1: that his position is not that far from Scott's which is if you don't tell people the truth, that's, That's not loving them. <laughs>
4: I I agree. Right.
1: I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to miss
4: Scott. would just quibble you, with right? how
1: he does it. Probably. I,
4: I would I would quibble with what the truth is and, and how, how, he how he goes, it. It goes right. about right. doing but, it. But yeah.
1: But sharing the truth in honesty with somebody is is a a form of love.
4: Right. You, you to to not tell someone the, the truth, and I'm not talking about some petty things like. Do I look fat in this dress or whatever? Uh,
3: why are you wearing a dress (laughs) on our podcast, (laughs) Scott?
0: Seriously, you're on podcast. I've been working out. Why are you wearing a dress, guys? (laughs) Scott, it's a sun. I know it's been hot, but (laughs) a sundress to the podcast. Uh, There are more options. (laughs) You can wear
3: shorts.
4: (laughs) I like the breeze. (laughs) Oh, my God. couple of skin
0: tags. Sinners.
4: Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I wish I had a little bit of a zeal to, so I could, I would be out there. But um, so much zeal. Wow. You know, well. Yeah, it's not loving to 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 agree with people when you know that what they're doing is against God's will.
0: Right. But that was his straw man. Is like he was assuming that Joey's definition of love means you don't have to say anything to anybody. It doesn't matter yeah, what people are doing. Right. 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 Yeah. And that's never any position that Joey would ascribe to right. because if you love anybody look at your family if you're not telling them if if they're hurting themselves in some way and you're not telling them that's that's a real issue and maybe it's uncomfortable maybe you do it in different ways or you could do it more effectively but man, none of us would disagree with that and i i want to back paddle to jeff i know we're landing we have one more clip, I think, about God, about him not believing in God, about him accusing Joey. But, Jeff, what you're describing, what you were describing is kind of like you're in touch with feeling what you think you should do, interpreting your specific situation, and acting on it. You were t- kind of touching on that.
2: Right. Which is how I've always lived as a believer. Which I think Tim
0: Phelps would benefit from having a little bit of that super, that is a superpower that has downsides sometimes. But when you have none of that, I don't think Tim Phelps has any of that for him. It's like, it, it's what the Bible says. And it's the way I read it feels that. A Bible. Oh, harsh. That's
1: weird. I read it the entire opposite. I think he only has that.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I might, depending on how you, how you, uh, Loquaciously, look, t- look at you two interpreting t- no, so different hey, <laughs> hey, hey this, this is if weird I, I feel uncomfortable fence, now it's gonna take all the skin tags off
1: all I can think of for some reason is the term laser skin tag skin tag removal for everyone <laughs> I got two and I do have one in the armpit it was a terrible 80s game it didn't last very long
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jump to conclusions uh,
0: anyway so I could see why you would say that Andy I'm trying to to figure
4: out a way to both of you are right Um,
2: our similarities Ah, come on
6: Andy
0: I think it's a Google Drive thing or I need to find a better way to communicate clips to this podcast
6: we'll get it sorted so what about Jesus' approach with people and in addition to that didn't Jesus change some things I mean I don't know how many times he said that it is written in the law this. Um, it, Paul talks about how all of the law led to free salvation for people. We are not under condemnation anymore. And I know all of that stuff is for the elect.
4: But Jesus even this, says, "Hey, you know yeah, what?
6: Everything's wrapped up in these two commandments: love
4: God." I must not have clipped it. I don't know if it. we went to the end of that clip, but I don't well, agree.
0: he does. He does say you don't. You're skipping one for the other, and that you don't believe. It. He's like, what? I don't believe in God." No. Yeah, you. You don't, or you don't, I don't love God. And he said, you don't love God. Yeah. Yeah. We did play that In part. A different oh, right. portion. I must not have clipped yeah. it. Uh, it was even better. It, basically, he said the same thing. Um, but more harshly, which was great. And there was one clip I didn't get to clip because I ran out of time, but, uh, he, Joey asked a great question about tangibly. What would you do if you had gay neighbors Because of his, the the church has the God hates fags deal,
1: known as gabers. Continue, (laughs) gabers,
0: yes, universally. Um, And they came to you for help. They lost their jobs. Gay people, by the way. They lost their jobs. They needed help. Blah blah blah. Phelps had a store, an actual story about neighbors that are gay. That there there was some abuse. One of them came. He he knows he was gay, and how he helped that person. And I do want to note it because this is a he. Tim Phelps is a human being. And if all you think is God hates fags and you associate that, that while I hate that, that phrase, none of us can justify that in any sense. I don't understand how he justified, he justifies that. I don't know that that came up, but when he told the story about helping the neighbor who was being abused, it was like, this is a human being that recognized a human being in front of him that's very different. And he would have harsh things to say about that person theologically and probably would consider him a reprobate, which is that word that nobody uses anymore. But in that moment he helped him. And I, I thought it was worth mentioning because I know there's a little bit of, it could be seen as we're just piling yeah, on.
2: There, there's a uh, Clint Eastwood movie with, uh, it's called Gran Torino. It was several years back, but a Clint Eastwood. Love that video. Game. Yeah, I, there's like six of them
0: now. Andy, yeah, PS4, yeah,
2: yeah. Grand Torino. Ter- I unlocked a new
1: Mazda Miata. <laughs> you guys,
2: and have you guys seen Grand Torino? Yes. So Clint Eastwood, he lives next to what does he call the? We don't need to say it on probably yeah, on this anyway, podcast, but they're yeah. they're of uh, Asian descent, and he has some, you know, he's just kind of a uh, an older generation, he's like maybe he's, war he's his ways. Anyway, some, some World he, War II names for him. D- 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 yeah, he. The this what happens when you just instead of being who you've been forever, or or I have this set of beliefs when that breaks down and you just connect with others that you realize I have something to give, and and so and then you realize that they do as well. And that comes together in a way that you would have never expected in your entire lifetime, especially in like Clint Eastwood's character of just being harsh and hardened, and um, and he he lets in another world and sacrifices himself for those people, um, and they sacrificed. Um, for him putting up with his crap. Uh, but ultimately you see, you know, worlds come together and there's this synergy of literally love and and it's not out of like charity or anything. It's like out of like this is a, this is good. This these people are not like me, and they're probably like uh, we're not like him. But somehow things come together. So with when, Tim, does yeah. he remind you of Clint uh, we,
1: Eastwood in the movie?
2: <laughs> Maybe. Well, t- Tim, in he, that moment of he's you know in the proximity pro- get, with the right with when you're when you're in proximity when you're not forced, but when you're like uh, I'm going in. This is going to be I don't know, but we're gonna. We're going to find out, and those are the moments that you remember. Those are the moments you capture as humans, and you're like, that's a story that will define me for the rest of my life. So I think, you know, I wish we could have heard something on that, but I'm glad you brought that up, Zach, because I would have walked away from this thinking, ah, Tim's a certain type of person. But really, when you learn more about people, is, it, it changes. <laughs> right, right. But you have those defining moments where it goes back to like, uh, oh, you voted for Trump, uh, and oh, you voted for Obama as well. That screws people up. Like, okay, I pegged you for somebody, and you're not who I thought you were. So, right. you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. People are complicated. Yeah, you have to. Henry Ford was a, good a relationship raging with people. anti-Semite, and yet
0: because of some of his efforts, we he very much helped with uh, the fight against Hitler and maybe he had other motivations. Maybe he's going to make money off of that, but he diverted his factory to produce things that helped in the effort against that war or for the fighting of that
2: war. Well, I think Andy and and Scott also mentioned the idea of like the similarities, like finding the like or the commonalities, yeah. like where we find commonalities, like we can actually grow from there. You can actually bring someone to Christ. You're just finding the commonalities and then like going from there, it, whether you like are trying to set it up and try and find some path way forward but regardless finding commonalities i totally agree that that's the place to go and then you know you can find synergy from there in a relationship and conversations and just doing life together and loving i agree (laughs)
1: that you've used synergy twice a third time and you're going to go into timeout Lakers found synergy tonight. <laughs> that's the one loophole you're
4: allowed. <laughs> yeah, in religion or in politics, it's like, hey, we ag- everyone agrees, okay, which is a, the same thing. To not yeah, not everyone, but I think most people on the right and the left agree racism is bad. Let's 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 agree. Okay, now oh, let, more straw persons. Yeah, let's now let's let's kind of work on our definition of racism a little bit. I think that's where we need to get a little
1: more agreement. Um, Speaking yeah. of the movie Grand Torino. What are you consuming? Yes. Yeah. What have you guys been consuming? I feel like Scott, I really want to know what you've been consuming because we've had We're not like, talking
0: about food or drinks.
4: Why of- you go to food? This I don't know. <laughs> so I mean I I have been gaining weight. This it dress the dresses. You've been uh-oh. gaining a I of weight. I need vertical stripes.
2: You've been <laughs> at least it's a dark sundress, so you can't really see the extra tire. Uh what yeah. <laughs>
0: dare you Jeff, Jeff You're, you're really, such an asshole really.
1: <laughs> there. As
3: Jeff,
4: Jeff, Jeff is, is exposing his belly totally not loving In him. solidarity
1: So yeah I'm curious Since you've been
6: uh, Since you've been gone.
1: Kelly Clarkson has been the first thing he's been listening to <laughs> All right. yeah.
0: She's got some pipes
1: I don't hate that song
4: It's a good pop song Yeah <clears throat> I, yeah, who's Kelly books Clarkson? movies tv Sensory running biking um, what's been going on so i've been exercising more trying to do some ruck marches what's that um oh, I, you put I, a j- bag I jumped on your back? I, I already said i jumped i jumped uh, the other day <laughs> jam-
3: um, <laughs> so yeah
4: <laughs> so sounds so, like something they do wait, in the south march? uh you just it's like pretty much like you're hiking yeah you're, but you're not
2: you just jams I don't, know what what we're talk- I don't know what
0: we're talking about anymore.
4: Are you standing outside of your trailer? <laughs> You're walking in place. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: In circles. <laughs> High stepping.
4: We have the fan blowing a me.
2: couple of rocks around. Uh, They'll all like of over the Whip River
3: Quiet. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> For the listeners, my- I'm just sitting in my chair, marching. <laughs> That's exactly what oh Scott my does. My he sits my- in his chair and <laughs> does that. I'm laughing so I can't whistle. Yeah. But I would have whistled. I watch people
4: walk the walk the Pacific <laughs> Crest Trail and I'm like, oh man What are you consuming? Yeah. Uh, I watch people <laughs> hike.
3: <laughs> watch people hike. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I have such a good visual. Thanks, Andy.
4: I got Scott perfect in my head. I got my camelback right next to me and I'm like oh man this looks You're so the, difficult in the bushes <laughs> leopard print boxer briefs right.
2: B- look at those two go. I, go I bet they're gonna hike all the way to the top <laughs> he's
0: got me. nice calves
2: Harold do you think they're genetic <laughs> this reminds me of Caddyshack he's like oh Mrs. Green she didn't bring
1: enough water <laughs> <laughs> I- <well>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dogs aren't allowed on this trail? Yes. Oh my You bear spray next to me? <clears throat> there are mountain lions sighted in the area. Should I tell them? <laughs> <laughs> Oh you should throw one of those in <laughs> as the
2: cold open. I'm uh, sweating. I've never laughed so hard in years.
3: All right, so Scott's uh, walking in
0: place. Jeff, what are you going dude, dude, seriously.
1: <laughs> Besides Grant Torino.
2: No, I'm not. Um, come back to me. It's like being at the uh, dinner table or at the restaurant, and I'm just like, I haven't cho- I haven't even looked at my menu. I haven't even looked at the menu. Yeah, <laughs> Zach? <coughs> Okay, so every year at this
0: time, I sign up for HBO, which currently is called HBO Max, fourteen, <laughs> $14. ninety nine month, uh, and I'm watching. And I, I sign up for that because of Hard Knocks. Love Hard Knocks, and this year was That's the Rams football. and yeah. the Chargers training camp, the hardest of knockers. The hardest of knockers. It's been weird because of all the COVID stuff. They have every episode. You got people. It's almost like an infomercial, like, we're wearing a mask. We're we're doing the things correctly to be able to do the NFL within the social distancing protocol. feels a little bit uh, contrived. I'm not arguing against those stances or making a political statement about COVID-19. I'm just saying, from a production standpoint, it was like, okay, we get it. You're following the rules. It's like every episode, we're totally following the protocols. Having said that, it's good. But that's why I sign up for HBO. That is that is what I'm consuming. But more interestingly, do you guys know the Nexium cult? There is a. Uh, the mi- antacid? Mini yeah, series it has a vitamin? Called- Multivitamin? It's, it's like in- antacid.
1: NXIXIM oh. or
0: something?
3: N E
1: X I U M, Nexium.
0: Something
3: like the- that. The
1: purple pill? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what we're talking about. I'm but not interested. I just no. want to know about Bambiasted. It's,
0: it's a great documentary. I love cult stuff because it
2: shows what we're... What is happening right now? <laughs>
4: Jeff, what? do you know how voice
2: works? Sorry, that was my wife. So She doesn't call me. Were you just sexting with your wife? On the no, I voice? mean, she doesn't call me. Uh, what am I consuming? I'm consuming my wife.
1: Gross. Continue, Zach. Sick.
0: <laughs> Nexium, it's a. I don't know if that's what it's called. I don't think it, that's what it's called. I'll look it up when Andy's talking. And I'll chime in with purple. The title. <laughs> Different. That's Nexium. But the, yellow. Just it's fascinating to me how people get death by a thousand cuts. They get sucked into something that is unhealthy because of the group is doing it, and because of a charismatic leader, because of confidence, because of truths that do change your life and you buy wholeheartedly into something that is actually underneath the surface dark and sinister and um, yeah so that's what I'm consuming oh. I love cult consumption it's
4: it's N it's N-X-I-V-M there you go next video uh,
2: do you want to close out do you want me to close out because I'll go first if you want to
1: close out no because I can Do it. I was going to segue right off of your cult to the cult classics that we've been watching, including Gremlins and Point Break. Oh. And Gremlins is a terrible movie. (laughs) When you rewatch it, it is ridiculously terrible. Like. Really? It's.
2: It's, M- M-
0: why?
1: it's so bad that it's it's funny because it's so bad.
0: It's worth a list. like it's worth a Mystery Science three thousand. Oh yeah. rewatch yes. Yes. with your
1: friends, totally. And and furthermore, uh, and I know that here in Southern California, there is a play that you can go to on Point Break. It's Point Break, the the like the the theater hmm. <laughs> representation, which is ridiculous, and apparently. They every single night they bring someone up from the crowd to play Johnny Utah.
3: What? What? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
1: yes. So while I've not uh, gone to that specifically, we did watch that the other night and an amazing amount of F bombs in that movie. And we showed it to the kids and I had to keep like telling them, uh, Oh, man, they're really cussing on us, of You should never say this. Oh, man. Oh, geez. So there was a couple of fast-forward moments where we were like, ah, we're feeling like we're infringing on bad parenting. But um, if you're wondering if either of those movies hold up, no, they do not. <laughs> but Yeah, I was
0: wondering. And before anybody else says anything, it's called The Vow, what I was talking about. Oh. The Nexium doc, The Vow
2: okay i I've been consuming just a few things and really it's just like I let my brain go into no man's land and that is uh major league baseball i just I just go through like the quick rundown of baseball and it just lets my mind shut off and I, I'm like oh man, I wish I could be in one of those stadiums on a Friday night watching the game with my family that would be fun, and the other is i um have a secret passion with Crossy Road, the little video game. <laughs> Did <laughs> I just, you
1: not see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
3: I
2: play it nonstop. I am one of the grand champions in the world. Shut up. And I'm not joking. Shut up. I loved Frogger. I loved Frogger as a kid. What do you mean you're a grand and champion now, in the world? Oh, I take first place all the time. They, and I'm in the top. I'm pretty much in the top five all the time. And you and you don't P- play like the normal. Pixar you, didn't happen. You play the. Send me a screenshot. I, I play where you are the. Um, you're competing against everybody else in the world. Yeah, you can customize your avatar too. So you could like
0: create a little skin tag or something. <laughs> I don't have an issue with whether
2: or not you. <laughs> wait, wait! I've really gone in depth. Not only do I not have an avatar, but I'm me. I'm me. That's like it.
1: Hey, look, Jess' character is a molar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm playing against Stinky Guy Seventy Six. I don't and, believe yeah. you.
1: I don't believe you at all. I need to see <clears> this after the podcast. You need all you, you gotta to
2: do this. is go to my. All you gotta do is run into any one of my family members
1: no, and be you like, "Show me." You're uh, gonna show me on your phone after this. He's
2: got. so many kids. Oh, so if you're in America, I don't play on my phone. I play show. on our Apple TV. There are people that play from the iPads and their phone, and there and then there are others that compete okay. f- from uh, Apple TV, and I compete there. I need to see proof, but of this. you're still playing against All the right. people. There.
4: Grand champion,
2: yeah.
0: <clears throat> All right, Scott, give us a word. Well, We kind of ran over you. Are you watching anything or reading anything? We did. We're out of time, but he said he's no, running he, place. dude, you're missing creeping. the jamping? What he, the heck? He's
2: creeping no, I out. Did, but we all laughed about he's it. He's hanging out in the he, bushes, giving water to I um, seen you
0: this know, guy people walking by.
2: I'm trying to give him love, even though I think he
0: doesn't believe in Jesus.
2: And now Zach's got the socials. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, Bros Babbles Beer is the uh, at, at Bros Babbles Beer, all the socials. And we need some reviews wherever you get our podcast. Most likely Apple. Um, Spotify, it turns out, we've got a healthy dose of female listeners, as I mentioned before. Thank you, ladies. Uh, Scott is single. Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com. Obviously. And uh, yeah, rate, review, that was share, tell your friends, let us know what you think. You can leave a voicemail at anchor.com. Nope. Anchor.fm. .com Anchor slash. dot. FM slash
1: BBB pod. Yes. And if you leave a voicemail
4: for us, we'll play it on the air. Just Keep it clean. No body parts or things hanging off of body parts. Yeah. No skin text. That should sum it up. (laughs) Look
1: at those
3: two go. I bet they're going to hike all the way to the top.